Are you an overwhelmed entrepreneur with endless tasks, emails, and messages? Do you feel your systems are ineffective or you don't have any at all? I get it. You wish you could come up for air and take that well-deserved vacation you've been dreaming of, all without sacrificing the growth or health of your business. I'm hosting a webinar to introduce concepts that you can use to learn more about how to clockwork your business for operational efficiency. The best part? The webinar is at no cost to you. It will be held May 14th at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and a recording will be available for those who can't attend live. If you are ready to make a change in your business so you can take a real vacation, go to bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF to enroll. That's bit.ly forward slash May 2024 CFF. I can't wait to see you there. Welcome to Biz Help For You with host Candy Messer. Entrepreneurs like to focus on the big picture, like profitability, success, and a smooth running organization. But there always seems to be those little things like taxes, employee compensation, laws, regulations, and more. Now you can get the answers you need in one place. Join us today as we break it all down for you. Now, here's your host, Candy Messer. Hello and welcome to Biz Help for You with Candy Messer. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the topic of our last episode, Grow Your Revenue with a Smart Digital Marketing Strategy. If you are unable to join us and would like to listen to the show, links can be found on my YouTube and Facebook pages, as well as multiple favorite podcast platforms. If you'd like to receive notifications on when our podcasts have been uploaded, please like and subscribe. Now, let's learn a little bit about our guest today. James likes to think of himself as an artist of experience. His passion is to create transformational experiences for himself and others as a way to explore what it means to truly live fully alive. James helps you firmly establish the mental and physical courage needed to do difficult things while guiding you to activate your ability to leverage the good news that lies at the heart of both a win and a loss. Founder and creator of Weekly Wins and Losses, James helps people in their journey to embrace all of life, both wins and losses equally. So James, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm glad to have you here and I'm looking forward to the conversation that we're going to have. Um, but before I ask you any questions on the topic, I'd love for you to tell me just a little bit more about yourself and how did you even start coaching entrepreneurs? Mm, that's fantastic. Firstly, I am an entrepreneur. So <laughs> in order to work with entrepreneurs, you have to be one. Um, mm -hmm. I've been in this space since uh, 2000 and uh, started off Humble Beginnings. Uh, started my first business uh, and I love challenges, humble beginnings in the sense where I didn't have capital that I could leverage uh, or assets to leverage. So the banks denied me, <laughs> mm. you know, that goes in the beginning, right. and I, and, you know, and I could have uh, secured funding elsewhere, but I just decided to look at things a little differently. And so actually from that moment forward, every business that I have begun and I have bought and sold whatever I've ever done, it has leveraged starting off with virtually zero risk. And so I let mm -hmm. the market dictate, uh, is there an actual need and want for what I'm about to bring forward? And so the first business that I 
uh, make it real quick that I that we launched. Uh, I was married, you know, fresh, <laughs> freshly married mm-hmm. at 24. And uh, my wife was a nurse at the time and I got laid off from my job and I thought a great opportunity for me to jump into the business arena. My dad had been a, a business uh, individual for all his life. And um, so, of course, I went to the bank. They denied me funding. And I will never forget um, there was this moment and we were yeah, we had put together a business performa. We were going to be building houses and, and sending them to different parts of the United States and mm. also into Canada in different places in Canada. And so it was a big undertaking, and I'd never done something like this. And a lot of people uh, that I approached thought I was crazy because I had no experience in, in the field whatsoever. And to me, it isn't about what I've experienced about necessarily. To me, it's if you can take the ability and, and listen to what the human wants and craze and give them an amazing experience and bring together the experts within that. Anyway, to make a long story short, I, I, I remember there's this moment when I thought, well, my dream may die because... I don't have the funding and we need to build, I think at the time was like two or $3 million worth of product so we could mm. actually have something to show. And I remember sitting on the couch one day, my wife was at work. And I remember thinking to myself, gee, this just feels horrible that I may just lose this venture. I've been at it for like eight months and giving them my all to it. And then all of a sudden I just thought, well, just be curious, just stick with the loss for a second. You feel like you might lose this, this whole effort. And I just stuck with it. And I remember just sitting there and going, wow, this really would suck. And I think, can I, can I be okay if it sucks? I'm like, yeah, I mean, it just, this is what it is. And then I thought, well, now that I'm okay with the fact that it sucks, what else would I like to do? And I thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's not the problem of, 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 of receiving enough money uh, so that, or enough capital so that I can launch with the people. I wonder if there's available capital somewhere. Where would it be available? Because someplace it has to be. And I thought, well, my clients want to buy a house. So what, what happens if I would just ask for, and there therein uh, was created for me prepayments. And so people would mm-hmm. pay me uh, for the first third of the house. So I've never had a line of credit in business. <laughs> I've always started <laughs> off with zero. And I, every business that I do, I start off with zero. Uh, with you know, and, and and to me that works super well. So anyway, that's that's kind of the, the the core of it all. Yep. Right. Well, it's taking what could potentially be a negative and figuring out how to turn it around. You know, be mm-hmm. creative. You know, and do True. what you need to do. Yeah, so you know, we are going to talk today about you know some of the healthy and unhealthy behaviors. So I would mm. love for you to talk about first, like what are some behaviors that we might view as healthy that really are not. Well, that's a really good question. I think um, I think what we tend to do as entrepreneurs is we really want something badly, which there's nothing wrong about that. Uh, I think a very unhelpful behavior is to let go of your values. Mm. And I think we all, whether we do work to discover what they actually are, we all to some degree know the things that light us up and the things that draw us down. Mm-hmm. And I think we often are willing to trade in our highest values for that that allure of momentary success and that and that hit like perhaps I could just win if I would just let go for half a second and you know what's interesting one of the things that I was really drawn to within your podcast you talk about avoiding penalties and staying well within compliance mm-hmm. <laughs> I think to myself you know you know staying within compliance um uh I would just say I think we we um we run into big trouble if we think we can entertain even entertain the thought of letting go of our values because as soon as we do that that's when there's absolute need for um enforcement like penalties and mm-hmm. compliance 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and those two things are beautiful things that draw us right back to going, I should have known. And it's like, we come back home. <laughs> so, right. so I think, you know, I think at the end of the day, we have to get really keenly and pristinely aware of the driving motivating forces to why we do things. And we have to stress test. Mm-hmm. Are these things that align with our values? And if they do, I think that's good news then, because then when the moment comes, when business gets difficult, because we all know it does get mm-hmm. difficult, then, <laughs> then we'll have the, 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 you know, the energy to move forward and to move through it. You mm-hmm. know, that moment that happens again, not if, but when, when it happens, when it's like, do I really want to be doing this? You want to have all the resourcefulness within you activated. And uh, so I think we really have to get deep down in that infrastructure like way down deep and we got to be like okay who am i and stress test is this actually what i want and and i think critically the decision we make at the beginning not to sell ourselves short long term mm-hmm. and I, you know we go ahead mm-hmm. i was just thinking while you're talking about that is like the word compromise was popping mm-hmm. in my head right and often we think of compromise as kind of a good thing too right you want something i want something we'll compromise kind of in the middle mm-hmm. um but as you were talking i was thinking i think sometimes on the negative side we compromise ourselves not that we compromise our values necessarily in terms of some of the interactions with other people right like i say you know i'm a person of integrity if someone comes to me and wants me to kind of like hide some things in the books, I'm not going to do it. Right. But mm. I think I might compromise with my own things where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to work a little bit longer. Cause I have to finish this where mm. I might want to be doing something with family. Mm. So I'm compromising mm. that. Right. So is mm-hmm. that kind of what you're talking about in this situation? Yeah, I think a little bit of both, but yeah, to, mm-hmm. to your play on that last part, um, Gosh, how do we, why is it that we find ourselves sometimes being a little overdeveloped and maybe a little over, you know, over eager when we reflect back and we're like, actually, I was maybe anxiously striving towards things. Like I'm a ferocious Mm -hmm. achiever, but a non-anxious striver. I strive, Mm -hmm. but not anxiously. Mm -hmm. And I think when we realize that we've been pumping the tire and one tire, you know, we have four, four rubber components that keep us going like four mm-hmm. four wheels and if we find that we've been really over inflating one tire like we think that's the good news the only thing is there will come a point in time of reckoning when we look over and be like hey the family here like or the kids that i had they're out of the house now and mm-hmm. you know there's pay to play values like mm-hmm. i wanted something and i got what i wanted perhaps i could buy them three cars awesome the only thing is those cars don't come home no <laughs> right. kids don't come home meaning the bodies in those cars they don't come home and it's like yeah that's what we so exactly what that's what we're talking about like work-life integration there's a few other dimensions but yeah to to your point absolutely we got it we got to mm-hmm. stay we got to decide we're showing up to deliver x because business is delivering let's be honest mm-hmm. right. okay <laughs> it's deliver if you don't deliver you hear you're not exactly. gonna de- <laughs> right you got to deliver mm-hmm. but you uh, deliver without performing life, without behaving life. Mm-hmm. You have to live integritous and you have to live within your value set. And, and and honestly, I know for me, if I could do one thing different in the very beginning, when I started business, I remember thinking to myself, well, people will truly respect and honor the fact that I'm very zealous about business. And if I'm willing to let go of a date with my wife, well, mm-hmm. I, they'll probably be like, see, he's totally committed. And actually the opposite is true. I've realized 
the long-term established clients, like I have an unshakable love of life and clients find me, people find me because I don't, I don't negotiate with things that mm -hmm. I've made decisive decision on. And so if they call me and I'm going out the day of my wife, they actually, though they want to talk with me, they value like, oh, I love that he stands firm. He knows his power. He knows this is where he gets and this is what we want, right? So. Mm -hmm. Right. So obviously as entrepreneurs too, we have so many things that we have to do, right? And some people refer to the hamster wheel, right? We're just going, going, going. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're touching on some of those things right now too about, you know, again, with the values and making sure that we have, you know, our family is also a priority, but are there some other things that maybe is guiding us as an entrepreneur that we think is going to bring success, you know, or the good things, and it's really a negative? Mm, that's a great question. I can see you've been around the block a couple of times. You've learned a couple of lessons because <laughs> <laughs> somebody would ask that question who's learned a couple of things. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. beautiful. It's so nice. I feel like asking you the question because I feel like you want to share a few things, but I, th I think your audience already knows. Um, you know, here exactly. That's, that's a great, gosh, it's so interesting how illusions can be so tempting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, these perceptions, these mirages, <laughs> we see them mm -hmm. and we're like, that over there, you know, that might just be helpful. You know, if I look overall, I think, and you, you bring up something really interesting because psychology and science proves that the human being actually focuses more on what it's lost so that they can regain than it focuses on the opportunity to gain. So human beings hmm. have this need to support our perception of what we've lost more than focus on the gain. Hmm. Okay. So I would say that's number one. The first thing, and of course, my people know that I help them work through and work with a win and a loss equally. You kind of said it best earlier. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing we have to do is turn our face, not just towards the win and be like amazing, but look at the loss and be like amazing. Why mm -hmm. amazing to the loss? Because we survived. Mm -hmm. That's one. Number two, we went through with it. And guess what? We realized we had the capacity to handle it. Holy smokes. If you got the capacity to handle something, your trust in yourself, your self-respect starts growing and you're able to take on bigger projects. You realize if I can handle that, what else can I handle? Mm -hmm. You know, so when I think about this whole mirage of, you know, oh my goodness, perhaps I just want to focus here, but not there. I, that's a big problem. That's a big, mm -hmm. big, big, big problem. Because mm -hmm. if you ever want to activate your confirmation bias, the way you're going to do that very sufficiently and consistently, and it's going to fool you every single time, <laughs> <laughs> is when you say life is good when I win. Mm -hmm. If you don't say life is good because life is good, why is it that we say I won because of this? But when we lose, we say, well, in spite of the loss, I still create a win. Why do we have to change from because to in spite of? based on if it's a win or loss. Mm -hmm. We as a humanity, and I've realized for myself, if all life serves us, then when we have a loss, we're like, and actually I'm okay because of the loss, not in spite of the loss. Because as soon as we say in spite of, we flip it and then we say we conquered the loss. And within that, we set ourselves up for not having the capacity to hold it the next time. And when it happens again, because it will, mm -hmm. half of our life is winning, half of our life is loss. The, you know, the other, whatever, well, I guess half, half of that would be a hundred percent, but let's say not, you know, 49% and 49%. The other, you know, the other 2% is we're kind of going where we're not sure. 
you know? Mm -hmm. And so th this whole play is all rich territory. And to be honest, the people that find me have already become very successful. They've already played and dabbled and they've been really, really successful and, and really mining from the winds of their life. But to some degree, the losses, they, they keep coming back and they're like, well, in spite of the loss, we want. And I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. that there is such deep suffering in that. And they don't know it because they're winning so deeply. They got so much financial. The books look so good. The mm -hmm. only thing is if you can't turn your face towards a loss, and I'm not saying I'm not dystopic. <laughs> I don't focus on negative because a loss is never negative. But it's like, why would we walk past acres of diamonds in a life? Mm -hmm. And if, so if you turn your face towards it, you become unlike the people and nothing wrong with people from Enron, let's say, but they chose behavior that wasn't helpful. Mm -hmm. They looked at the loss and said, that's not true. We're better than the numbers. Oh, really? You're going to have some <laughs> compliance and you're going to have some penalty and you're going to mm -hmm. have to eat humble crow, right? So, so I would think within that, look at the reality of life instead of focusing on fantasy and playing with fantasy, it's going to get you into a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. You got to look at the reality and let reality be good news. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. No, that's fine. I was thinking while you were talking about that too, is that you know, loss obviously is painful in many of the situations mm -hmm. and we don't necessarily want to have to face, you know, all these challenges, but often we come out better after having gone through that. And it will also uh, like, it makes our character, right? Like we've survived mm -hmm. something, our life has changed and it has had an impact on us often for the positive. When you look back and you look at what you've gone through and where you are now, often you see like, you know, that made a major impact on my life. And I wouldn't be where I am mm -hmm. today if I hadn't gone through that. Mm -hmm. Humans, and I love that. Humans, we all tend to think we're a little better than we are. That's just what happens. And this is a really interesting story. I'll have to, you know, is it okay if I share a personal story? Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we take family pictures and the pictures come back and I, and I look at them and my kids always laugh. I got a 17 and 15 year old. They always laugh because they're like, dad, why is it you zoom in? Because I zoom in and I look at all, like I'm a, like I'm a facial reader, like I read people's lips and their face and I zoom in, I look at myself and Meg and Rowan and Harrison. And then all of a sudden they're going, dad, why are you zooming on yourself? and just stuck here looking at yourself. And I'm like, you know, what's weird. I actually feel like I look a lot better than I do in the picture. I'm looking so old. Look at all these wrinkles. <laughs> and what's interesting, mm -hmm. the reason I share this story is we all tend to think we're a little better than we are. And so mm -hmm. that can be a big problem and not a helpful problem. Mm -hmm. So there's helpful mm -hmm. problems and unhelpful. There's always two sides. The unhelpful side of it is, you see, if we don't begin to realize that the reality is going to be what it's going to be. And if we can't accept the reality, and if we can't find joy and deep, what's going to happen to your ego? Your ego runs away back to the Enron. It runs away and we cook the books. We say we're better than we are, or we go and like, no, I'm going to airbrush all of this. Like the mm -hmm. photographer we chose, we specifically chose one that wasn't going to doctor that edit the pictures too much. Mm -hmm. It looks very real and I love it. It isn't a bunch of like, let's make it all smooth and all this stuff, right? right. So. Mm -hmm. So I think um, when I go there, we have this we have this weird bend and a weird relationship with ego. And ego, there's two parts of. There's the ego, that's the unhelpful side of the ego, which is supporting that I'm better than I am. Mm -hmm. And then 
I come into, for example, a board meeting and who wants to do business with someone who like does a Connor McGregor times four swagger? It's like, no, it's just not helpful. It's like, it's not helpful. Humble leadership is what we mm -hmm. all, that's what we respect. But now mm -hmm. imagine if I come in and I just realize I'm just another human being. Yes, I've done a lot of business. And I'm very successful, for example, but I see myself for all that I am, I'm just another uh, a human being. And the other side of ego is ego container, meaning if I show myself as the kind of person who has the ability and capacity to hold more, ego container holds more. Mm -hmm. So we want to begin to squash the ego and build the ego container. And the way you do that is you see yourself for what you really are. And don't let the news of I got wrinkles be the bad news. Let it humble me. Who doesn't want? supporting mechanism like if if you ask me if i got some unhelpful parts of my ego i want you to throw rocks at it and take it down with me help me help me mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and so if 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 you're the photographer and you send me the pictures and you don't airbrush them and you help me by seeing that yeah i'm looking a little older that's beneficial to me it keeps me humble makes me mm -hmm. a great leader and if you ask me what makes a person unshakable because we in business who doesn't want to be unshakable in leadership if you're hey. a mom or we all want to be unshakable, but the mm -hmm. unshakable comes when you embrace the good news that you are and embrace the facts that you deliver because what you produce, why are we so embarrassed about the evidence, whether it's a win or a loss? Why can't we let that be the thing that builds trust? Because that's what it actually is. Mm -hmm. I, I share my story here about this funny little thing about me looking at myself in the face. Why? I know what I'm doing. I know mm -hmm. that the more I'm honest, the more that I'm transparent, the more that I show that I'm actually not a perfect human <laughs> and that I can actually just enjoy the fact. And I'm not saying this, aha, I got this. I'm not talking like this. I'm just saying we need to activate. You see, I went through a story. I checked out a life for two and a half years, more than a decade ago. I took melatonin and I took gravel so that I could just sleep my way. When I went through business stress, I tried eliminating all of what was going on in my head and it didn't work. Mm -hmm. I had to start utilizing it and letting it be the good news. When there's something going on in there, be like, okay, you're showing up today. What is it you're trying to tell me? If we look for gold over there, we might never find it. You chase mm -hmm. the tail of the fox, you'll never catch it. Mm -hmm. The gold lies from within. Go ahead. Yeah. So if someone's listening to this right now and they're like, okay, like I know that there are some unhealthy things that are going on in my life or my business, and I want to make a change, but I'm not sure how to do that. What would you say are the steps for them to, you know, take that from an unhealthy to a healthy mm -hmm. kind of place? Well, well, I think firstly, and to your point, I love how you cue that up. The first thing is to recognize that there's both benign and hostile side going on constantly. There's healthy and unhealthy. And so first being willing to just observe what's happening. Look at your business, just observe. And the first step I'd say is just quiet it down, slow mm -hmm. it down. And why do you want to slow it down? Because we want to increase the signal of who we are and, redu and reduce the noise of what's out there because it can all be so much. Like whether you're somebody who's a business owner or business operator or both, is so much we know this it's just intense it's it's beautiful mm -hmm. like there's so many tensions right but the first thing i would say is just slow it down for yourself go for a walk please don't just think i gotta read a book to get better mm -hmm. you're not you're not the problem that needs to be fixed for a moment just contemplate and just feel it all the myth of rationality is true there's only two percent current science proves only two percent of our life 
is based on logic. The other 98% is emotion. Hmm. Slow down, feel what you feel. And instead of being like, yeah, but if I feel what I feel, then maybe that's going to help me not participate with what I need to do. Well, just half a second. <laughs> Why don't you just hear what's going on inside of yourself and let that be the good news and just feel it. And just ask yourself, if I keep on this trajectory, where will I end up? Where will I end up? And look two years, five years, 10 years down the road and just leverage that and just and just write it down and just feel what you feel. If it feels worse or better, just keep writing, just to take a little journal note, just write things down and just imagine, perhaps you want to listen to a song. What I'm saying is stop doing what you're doing for half a second mm -hmm. and stop trying to change the evidence. Calm down and start taking the good news of reality because that's what it is. When my son comes home and he got a 75 on his math exam, my job as his leader, my my wife's job is her, she's a leader for him as well. The other son, this is how we coach him along. If he comes home and he looks at us going, man, this is horrible. Wait a minute. What does it help us to look at our bank account and say, this is horrible? It's a static number. Mm -hmm. This number just reveals to us the reality of what is here. If we don't know where we're at, we don't know where we want to go. And by the way, we're not looking to find reality so that we can say we're horrible people and we're not producing good stuff. If that's what we're doing, stop that. So I guess what I'm saying is when we're sitting there, you're going to feel hear a lot of judgment. That's typically what people don't slow down because they hear a lot of inner noise, a lot of inner noise, a lot of inner noise. And so when you hear judgment, I want you to know that that's probably why you're striving so anxiously. You're trying to keep that judgment away. But actually what you want to hear is you want to hear this judgment and realize, oh, what matter of my business am I doing that's just going in hamster wheel? And I, and I, to be honest, subconsciously, I know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to delay that I don't want to see the reality. So first mm -hmm. step is slow it down, see reality. You're going to feel judgment come in. You're going to feel different things. And when you feel all those things, just look at it and say, this is normal because it is normal. Everyone has felt the judgment that you feel. When you were talking too about slowing it down, I was also thinking about how often the reason you don't even get in touch with what you're feeling is because you're just going, 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 going. And so if you do actually stop for a little bit, have that journal, relax, whatever it is, be quiet for a bit, you know, then you have to face that, right? Sometimes. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and that's typically and and so you know innovative people listen here so business people you're all innovative to some degree because and we all are but your business people are ones that are actually actually on it out there which is which is beautiful think about it like this what does it take for you to actually pull the trigger and launch a business idea or a venture or a product sir what does it take in my opinion if you go really deep what it requires for you to act or I'll say it like this what has you hesitate not to act is the evidence that what you're going to be creating will create. So there's evidence that will be created that will appear based on what you create. So in my opinion, most of us, if we could just accept that the evidence will be evidence, whether it's a win or a loss, we're just doing it for the sake of an experience and mm -hmm. see what happens. Like we're not being like um, unintelligent. We're, we're, you know, what we're saying is we're going to put ourselves in a playful state. We're going to try something. And if it isn't always about, oh, what's the evidence going to be? And oh, if, if this all of a sudden pulls up and shows up within, you know, the 
the performance and the and the stat statistics at the end that financially this didn't churn out. And if that happens, oh, I wouldn't be able to take that evidence. You see, we're so concerned about building a resume that everything mm -hmm. has to be perfect. And it mm -hmm. when it when in reality, I'll tell you a little story. So I was at a talk a couple of years ago, and this talk was like every other one. I mean, it's a convention, it's a three-day talk. Okay, I sit down day two, and I'm realizing everyone's doing about the same thing as we did on day one. I thought, what is it that we're doing? And I'm looking around going, when the speaker comes out, you know, there's somebody that, that's introducing the speaker. And of course, if you've been a speaker, I've been a speaker many a time. So they introduce me, they introduce these people, for example. So I'm sitting there in the audience observing, they're introducing the speaker. And I'm going, yeah, this is typical, all the accolades, the resume, blah, blah, blah. They're known for this. Blah, blah. And I'm like, this is typical. However, what was what I realized was different is when the speaker was on the stage, the speaker for the next three minutes continued the accolades. The resume kept building. Mm. And everyone in the audience, a couple thousand people, we're all looking at our phone after like day two, it, it had entrained us that at about five seconds when the speaker came on, we were all looking at our phones. We're all bored. We, we can, mm. and, and I thought to myself, what is this? And then I realized, you know what? If we're not truthful, we make it hard for people to trust us. And what's mm. business? If you don't trust someone, you don't do business. Right. You don't trust someone, you know. And so if we make it, if we're not transparent, meaning there's there's magic. If you want to say, if you want to share with people goodness and have them want to do business with you, show them that you're a human, fully mm -hmm. alive. And that means, listen, here's some areas that I've done great at, but here's some areas that I really struggle in. Because mm -hmm. that's a real relationship. There will come a certain point where that person's going to know what you struggle with anyway. Just tell them. Right. And Not always like, easy wow. to share that we're imperfect, but but it's right? definitely it's true that I think being vulnerable does draw people in often as well. And so, like I said, I mean, we're going to have our successes, we're going to have our losses, and we usually want to hide the losses, <laughs> right? You know, that's just the natural inherent yeah. uh, thing in our in our personalities. But I know this is um, a lot of information. It's been super helpful, but I know we're going to be running short on time. So I wanted to make sure that I have the chance to ask if you have an offer that you would like to share with our listeners. Awesome. Yeah. And and by the way, thank you so much for hosting. What's there not to love here with this show? It's I've listened to some of your work. Fantastic. So just keep on thank doing you. what you do. I love that. So it was just a, you know, an absolute you know privilege being here. So yeah, I uh, you know, if people wish to track with my work, see who I am, just get to know me a little better. Uh perhaps you want to just go to my website, very simple, just go to www.jameshepner.com. You can read a bit about me and perhaps you want to drop me a line and just share a bit of a thought or two. It doesn't need to be anything more than, you know, I listened to the podcast and uh, these are some thoughts that I had or here's what stood out for me. Uh, I always appreciate a hello. I'm a relational mm -hmm. person. <laughs> mm -hmm. be honest, I never used to be the way that I am now, but I love interacting with people. I just love it. I absolutely love it. Right. So, mm -hmm. so uh, let me say it like this. When you go to my website, you're going to, at some point in time, you're going to have this little pop-up. So sorry, but there will be a pop-up and the pop-up just invites you. And that's the offer. It, it invites you and this offer will expire. It won't stay for, for long. Um, and it's a limited time. I've just chosen, you know, let's, let's, let's be honest in today's world, with the uh, interest rates rising, with the with you know with the crisis going on in Ukraine and so much uncertainty in the marketplace, I've chosen to 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 step forward and show up for you in just a bit of a different way. And that is, I'm making myself available to you for a no charge uh, business life consultation. It's just a thirty to forty five minute check in. Actually, no strings attached. 
So if you choose not to work with me, that's not the point. The point is you hungry, ferocious achievers out there, you know who you are. You know when you're feeling a little bit stuck. You know when you want to go the next level of achievement, like that next dimension of achievement. You know who you are. If mm-hmm. you want, r- reach out. Just like I say, go to that website, jameshepner.com. And on there, there's going to be a little pop-up. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm warning you, it will pop up. And so don't, don't be surprised. Just type in your information and we'll connect. Perfect. Well, thank you, James, for being a guest on my show and talking about your experiences on this topic. I appreciate it. No problem. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I do want to thank the, the listener also for tuning in. I hope that you found this topic interesting that answered some of your questions about distinguishing between healthy and unhealthy behaviors in a work environment. If you have any additional questions or comments, be sure to reach out to James at the website that he gave or send us a message at media at abandp.com. I hope you can join us for our next episode learning how to effectively and efficiently protect your business. And please remember, you can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And my website is abandp.com. You can find the podcast posted on multiple favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, TuneIn, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And would you please share our show with those you know and leave a review on your favorite platform? I'd really appreciate your support. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Biz Help For You. Please join your host, Candy Messer, again next time. Have a terrific day.